This is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton from Wealth and Retirement Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Steve and Vanessa provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth with Wisdom with Steve Vascard and Vanessa Sexton. Hello and welcome back to Wealth with Wisdom. My name is Vanessa Sexton with Steve Vascard at Wealth and Retirement Strategies. If you'd like more information about what you hear today during our show, give us a call. Our number is 865-691-1211 or visit us online at wealthwithwisdom.com. And while you're at our website, click on our podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. So in the Today we're going to talk about in the current economic climate, many Americans are asking what they can do to protect their money during downturns. So though recessions can often present financial challenges, a well-constructed financial strategy might be able to provide some degree of shelter from that storm. But before we start talking about today's topic, let me introduce my co-host. How are you today, Tony? I'm doing great, Vanessa. Thanks so much for that great introduction. And it sounds like you guys have a great show lined up for us. So Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that. I've had a great week myself, of course. Uh, last weekend, I spent some time with the fam, and this week's been good so far. So uh, I'm ready for the show. Steve, what's going on over there with you? Well, we are so busy. Uh, it's unbelievable. We did two financial seminars yesterday. We're doing two tomorrow, and we got people coming in. Wow. Love and laugh. I know. You guys are really keeping busy. I know you've been really busy. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a, a couple weeks break there. and You guys have been so busy, but I'm glad we're back to doing the show every week and uh, glad our listeners have joined us. So, uh, you know what? Uh, I think uh, this is really a timely topic. I think uh, there mm-hmm. are a healthy number of our listeners out there have probably been worried about recent events and and uh, you know our near-term economy with inflation and, and what all that might mean for their personal finances right Steve a hundred percent agree with you Tony there are plenty of people out there that are enduring some financial anxiety right now but like I've always say it's economics like the one we're dealing with right now that tend to show us the true power of a financial strategy that's both wide-ranging and has the ability to adapt quickly to changing circumstances. We're going to be talking about an article in the Business Insider, Eight Ways to Recession-Proof Your Finances According to the Experts. we got to talk to the experts. It nicely lays out some common-sense ideas that our listeners may be able to adapt right now to measure whether their own finances are ready to battle the next downturn. The first suggestion is probably going to resonate with a lot of people. It's getting out of debt. A major element of recession-proofing your finances is ensuring you have enough cash flow. Obviously, if your expenses are outpacing your income, you've got a problem. Definitely. 
Well, yeah, definitely, and I agree with that. I've often been told that making a list of all your non-mortgage debts and then attacking those debts first is a good action plan. Uh, would you say that's a good move, Vanessa? You're absolutely right. I think that would be a great move. So when you're getting rid of some of your, your lingering outstanding debt, you may also be improving your cash flow, which means you have more flexibility. So if you were to lose a portion portion of your income due to a recession, uh, you would have a higher cash flow. And then another piece of good advice in my experience is, is always monitoring your expenses and tightening up your budget wherever you can. Well, yeah, that's good advice right there. And I, I was waiting for you to bring that one up. What do you think some good ways for our listeners out there are to tighten up that budget? Well, one potential starting point is creating two distinct lists, one for your fixed expenses and another for your optional expenses. So when you look at those lists, it becomes easier to really roll up your sleeves and figure out what you need to do versus what you want to do. And when you see exactly how much money you need to keep the heat on, it might make it easier to swallow hard and give up some streaming services uh, or other small debts even if it's just temporary. Okay. I like a good binge watch as much as the next person, but given the choice between having heat during the winter and a streaming service, I think I'll take the heat, right? Me too. Me too. Especially, <laughs> yes, especially there where you're at. Well, yeah, in we Minnesota do. especially, and in, and in further south, uh, the AC in the summer. Yeah. I'd rather I'm not have, giving up my AC. No, mm-hmm. I would rather have air conditioning than... Uh, yeah, than uh, streaming services. Well, Steve, uh, what do you have next for us? Well, the next thing is making sure you keep filling up your emergency fund, Tony. If you find yourself out of a job or if your hours or salary get cut, an emergency fund can make a tremendous amount of difference. We kind of recommend that a person has six months worth of their living expenses set aside. I understand that such a move can be a tall order for many people, but to me, it's a goal worth working towards. Amen. Well, it, it definitely is. And uh, I also think that people should remember that when you uh, switch jobs, you might have a gap between your last paycheck from your old company and your first paycheck at the new job. So an emergency fund might come into play in that situation as well. Well, I'm right there with you on that one, Tony. Another thing to consider is it might be wise for people to be proactive when it comes to networking. So even if you love your current job, you never know what the future might have waiting for you. So always be open for opportunities. So keep meeting new people in your field, share your expertise and learn from experience of others. So to me, it's a way to build friendships and professional relationships that may one day prove very valuable. I know we should be doing that in our, our personal life and our professional life. Well, yeah, we we really should be. And even if you do love your current job and are thriving in it, who's to say, you know, somebody from your professional network might not offer you some great opportunity for advancement that's too good to pass up, right? Well, that's what usually could happen. I think in times of a sudden economic uncertainty like we're seeing right now, people are worried about taxes and inflation is going out the window thoroughly going through your finances to make sure them they are more flexible to your needs may have 
be a good start of your overall financial strategy. Before we go to our break, I'd like to encourage our listeners to visit our website, wealthwithwisdom.com, or call our office, 865-691-1211, to discuss how our team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so many years for. Yeah, and I think that's so important. And you know, going through your financial strategy to find those areas that are going to need adjustments or even an overhaul, uh, that's a good move even in the best of times, let alone right now where the future is somewhat uncertain. Uh, Vanessa, what do you have for us next? What's the next big piece of information you have for us? The next thing that really jumped out at me from the uh, businessinsider.com's article, Eight Ways to Recession-Proof Your Finances, according to experts, is finding a little extra work to boost your bottom line. So a part-time second job, especially if you find one that, you, that you're going to enjoy and you're going to like to do, could really help your finances stand up against a difficult economy, especially one like we're in right now. Additionally, if you lose your primary job or if it's cut back in some way, you'll have some degree of peace of mind knowing that you'll still have your second job to rely on for income. And you never know that second job may open up into a a permanent job. Yeah, that's true. Uh, It could. And I think that's really, uh, again, important. And it's an interesting point. Um, And as you said, a second job doesn't necessarily mean you have to do something that's going to feel like it's an exhausting venture. I mean, there might be opportunities to find a job doing something you really enjoy. You know what they always say, if if you have a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life, right? That's exactly right. That's what I've been doing for 35 years. Let's take a moment to discuss diversifying your portfolio, which in my eyes is really critical. We haven't had a bear market in 13 years, and we usually have them every three or four years. So it's important to make sure your portfolio is structured correctly. Many of us have probably heard horror stories of people who lost gigantic chunks of money during downturns because they overinvested in a single sector or a single category in the stock market. We had Mm -hmm. a client in here last week. All his money was in large cap growth. Mm. He was not diversified at all. So diversification is the key, in my opinion. Find a balance using traditional investment tools like stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, index funds, exchange-traded funds, and other options. And get a second opinion. Yeah, you work with financial services professionals like yourself, Steve and Vanessa. I think this is a good time to remind our listeners of that when making sure, you know, you've got to make sure your portfolio is balanced enough to handle economic diversity as well as your future retirement. So again, working with uh, yourselves, Steve and Vanessa, I think that really makes a world of difference building a financial strategy. I I think it can be tricky. So why go it alone, right? I absolutely agree agree with you there, Tony. Another element that might be good to look at is is the importance of paying attention to financial news and pivoting your decision-making based on what you've learned but you have to make sure where you're getting that source from. And I certainly don't mean to imply you need to become an economic expert in the process, but there may be numerous advantages to knowing what's happening in the economy at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And a helpful side effect of this 
is after you become an avid follower of financial news, you may be less inclined to panic during downturns because you'll learn that ebbs and flows are often just part of the deal when it comes to investing. Right, and it's all about emotions. It reminds me of that investment philosophy that a lot of us have probably heard. Uh, Don't get too emotionally high and don't get too emotionally low. Just stay the course with your finances. You know, Tony, I'm so glad that you brought up the phrase stay the course because staying the course is actually my next discussion point. After you've worked hard to build a financial strategy that works for you, you shouldn't allow yourself to become easily scared away from that strategy. Just remember, stay the course. Uh, Yep. The truer words are never spoken, Vanessa. I mean, I think the real importance here and, and power of a financial strategy, it really becomes evident when times are tough and not when we're enjoying those economic smooth sailing times, uh, but when it, you know, things get a little trickier. Uh, maybe, Steve, you could take a moment and just remind us of all the steps that we've talked about so far. Absolutely, Tony. Important steps you may be able to take to shore up your finances during rough economic times include reducing your debt, monitoring expenses, and tightening your budget. And for most of you, that means even getting a budget, continuously building an ample emergency fund of six months of your fixed expenses. Or more. Building your professional network, taking a part-time job, adequately diversifying your portfolio, and keeping up with the financial news and trends and sticking with a financial strategy you've built for yourself or had a professional help you build. Well, yeah, and that's uh, all those things, Steve, uh, that you guys have laid out today. Thanks for going back over those so important. And it's given me a lot to consider when it comes to how my own finances might stack up against, you know, economic downturn or inflation, rising taxes. Do you have anything else for us before we take a quick break here? Of course I do. So on each episode of Wealth with Wisdom, we tackle another topic related to your financial journey. So if you've enjoyed what you've heard during the show today, please be sure to visit our website at wealthwithwisdom.com and click on our podcast page to listen to more episodes. Also, feel free to contact us directly through the website or by calling 865-691-1211. Our team is eager to work with you directly. All right. That sounds great. And today we're talking about ways that you can build that financial strategy that's going to offer you a degree of protection from economic downturns. I think this has been a great discussion so far. Uh, Vanessa, what's next? Well, for the rest of today's show, which I've made a little meatier. Uh, I felt like we needed to get a little more in depth today on this one because sure. it's so um, important as to where we're at. I thought it'd be a good idea to switch gears just slightly and focus entirely on retirement in today's economy. A recent article from Motley Fool, Retirement Concerns Are Booming Because of COVID-19, does a nice job of detailing how people who are retired or nearing retirement may be able to ease some of their worries in our current economy. Uh, And I think it's always a good idea to discuss retirement whenever we can. So what do you have for us on this one? 
Well, Tony, the first thing people who may be concerned about retirement should do is assess their retirement portfolio. Like we mentioned earlier, make sure it is balanced for where you are and your risk tolerance. And as you probably guessed, the closer you get to retirement, the more important it becomes to move some of your assets to potentially less risky investments that may not be as susceptible to market swing. So we say there's two critical uh, areas of retirement, 10 years before you retire and the first 10 years of your retirement. You need to readjust your portfolio accordingly. Yeah. And when it comes to being close to retirement, what age range are we talking about? Well, you know, if you're Bill Gates, it was 30. But generally speaking, (laughs) if you're in your late 50s or early 60s, it may be time to shift from higher risk investments to lower risk investments. And if you're really close to retirement, say within a year or two, you may want to consider keeping a piece of your 401k or IRA even in cash. If you go this route, you may want to set aside to cover a year's worth of bills during your retirement. Remember though, If you're further away from retirement and your 401k or IRA contains higher risk investments, you might not need to change your allocation just yet because you're likely to have plenty of time to write out future upswings and downswings. Excuse me. But remember, from the year uh, 1999 to 2013, the market really didn't have any growth at all. No, it was a tough time. Uh, Early 2000s and then right around 2008 and 2009, huge recession and uh, market drops there. And I think you make an interesting point, Steve. I think so much of setting ourselves up for the kind of retirement we've always wanted is getting the timing right. But uh, as you pointed out, it's not timing the market, it's time in the market. Mm -hmm. And it has more to do with our age and our own personal situation. So I'm glad you pointed that out. And Certainly, working with a financial services professional is going to be helpful when it comes to getting that timing right, right? I think it's also important for people to not get obsessive about checking their portfolios, which I admit admit may seem a little counterintuitive, but the reality is the stock market can have a strong week followed by a poor week and vice versa. These ebbs and flows are why it may not be wise to check your 401k or IRA balance every day. In fact, it's possible if you check your balances every day, you might make a hasty decision about selling an investment when it's down, which just means you can guarantee a loss. If you waited a bit, the market may recover enough to make a sale unwise. So to me, the best course of action is to not constantly, constantly check your portfolio. Yeah, that's good advice and, and fair enough. But do you have an opinion about how often somebody should be checking their portfolio? Well, I would suggest every quarter they they get that job done. And sure. if you're further away from retirement, you may even want to examine your investments on a on a monthly basis because you're likely don't need to do be too concerned about quickly shifting your strategy. Right. So, yeah, I I like the quarterly basis. Uh, That sounds about right. And then uh, meet with your financial services professional at least once a year. Uh, And this has been a great episode. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time. Vanessa, do you have anything else you want to add before we go? 
Of course I do. So if, if you all have any questions about your financial strategy, I encourage you, encourage you to visit my website at wealthwithwisdom.com or call the office at 865-691-1211 to discuss how our team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns because it is our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you work so hard for, Tony. All right. Well, Vanessa and Steve, thanks for everything. A lot of great advice today and a great topic. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Wealth with Wisdom with our host, Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton. Okay, Tony. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Wealth with Wisdom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Steve Vasgard and Vanessa Sexton at Wealth and Retirement Strategies. Call 865-357-4024 or visit them online at wealthwithwisdom.com. Steve Vastgard, Vanessa Sexton, and Wealth and Retirement Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.